Welcome to A Thousand and One Good Nights, a podcast about the stories behind bedtime stories. Follow along with two new dads, one a psychologist and one a book editor, as they explore the nighttime ritual of their foreseeable future. Hey, Ben. Hey, Nick. I'm going to directly quote a text you sent me, which is you sent me a picture of John Classen's I Want My Hat Back, and you said, do you guys have this one? It's the funniest children's book I've ever read. <laughs> are, you, are you willing to, to stand by that publicly? or I will stand by that. Um, we, we can elaborate a little bit on the specifics of that, but yes, in general, I will stand by. I, I think this might be the funniest children's book I've ever okay, read. Well, and we won't. I know that uh, explaining why something is funny is one of the most frustrating and unfunny things to do, but do you want to have a crack at it anyway? <laughs> tell us a little let, bit about it. Let me tell it. you about my dreams last night, too. Sure. That's going to be really fun and interesting. <laughs> so I Want My Hat Back is a, it's relatively new in our in our house. Um, and it's it's a short, it's a very short book. And it's about a, I think it's about a bear. Can we confirm that it's actually the, it's the a, protect? It's, it's a, well, the, does it say the, that the back there? of, on the back of my book, it says a bear has lost his hat. Uh, okay. No one has seen it. I, I was going to say, I don't, no, that this really looks, I mean, looks like a bear to me. <laughs> it's it looks a brown lump. Sort of a, a really tall, fat otter. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyway, it's hard on. too because his arms are always right next to his side, right? Which, which is part of the we can talk about part of the charm of the of the protagonist. But anyway, there's bear, and he has he, he kind of goes around through his little um, environment asking each page as he runs into an animal, a different animal. So he runs into a snake and a turtle and, and he asks them, have you seen my hat? I've lost my hat. Have you seen my hat? And most of them say, you know, the, the first couple say, no, I haven't. And then he runs into this rabbit that's wearing this little pointy red hat. And he says, have you seen my hat? And the, ra- the rabbit kind of says like, in a, I, I kind of infer that the tone is this kind of like, guilty rushed tone like no i haven't seen my hat why why would i have this hat? i haven't seen your hat i definitely didn't take your hat you know kind of this sort of guilt and and the bear naively just sort of takes him at his word and says okay thank you anyway and then moves on there's a couple more animals and then finally you know after a few it, four it, should, five who, it should be i should point out because this comes in later that the bear is very polite to everybody. He says, okay, yes. he says, thank Super you polite. anyway to, to every, to every woodland creature that he's right. He even there's a turtle. He encounters a turtle. who's trying to climb up on a rock. Who's been cl- trying to climb all day. And the, the bear asks him if he would like a hand up onto the rock. So he's, he's very kind, but, but it does set him up as a little bit naive because he's encountered this very guilty sounding rabbit wearing a red hat. And right. even then he says, okay, thank you anyway. And he moves on. And then he gets, he gets kind of despondent after going through a few animals and he lays there and he, he just talks about how much he misses his hat and he he's sort of despairs of whether he'll ever find his hat again. And then the next page, this deer comes up to him and says, you know, what's the matter? And he's like, well, I'm, I can't find my hat. I lost it. And the deer asks him, well, what does your hat look like? And then he goes on to explain, well, it's red and it's pointy or whatever. And then the next page is this kind of dramatic. The background is instead of being all white, like the previous ones, it's all red and you just see the bear. And he, he has this like moment of insight where he says, I have seen my hat. And then the, it shows him kind of running back, um, you know, with all the, the animals watching him. And then he, he, he sees the rabbit and he says, you, you stole my hat. 
And then there's this great, the next page is this close up of like the two of their faces, just sort of like a standoff, like looking at each other. And then the last, the last page, it, you see the, the bear kind of sitting on the ground. He says, I found my, you know, he's got his hat back. Um, and then the final, the final page is, a, I think it's a squirrel comes up to him and says, have you seen a rabbit wearing a w- red hat? And the bear in the same kind of tone as the rabbit initially says, no, I haven't seen a rabbit. Like, why would you ask me that? I definitely didn't eat a rabbit, you know, or like, or no, he doesn't say that. He says, I, I definitely would not. What does he say? I definitely says, I would not, not eat a rabbit. I would not Don't eat a rabbit. Don't ask me any more questions. More questions. <laughs> um, and so that, I, I've probably killed this for everybody by, by describing it. But, it, but I think this is important because I, I want to walk through kind of like the mechanics of why is this really that funny? Um, right. there, <laughs> or, and if so, why? Like, what is it about this that makes it so funny? So that was kind of a long. Uh, yeah, no, no. I think that, that's good because I, I think we're going to talk about all those different things. So I, I think we, you invested wisely. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, part of it, and this is hard to impart in just describing, the, the pacing of the story is really for such a short book, I mean, it's probably only 10, 12 pages um, yeah. at most, but it's, it's really dynamic. Yeah. Like it's got the, the, it's just, there's this kind of, it gets really intense and then it gets really kind of slow for a while and then it gets intense again. So, which, which is funny because the lines themselves almost lend themselves to a, a sort of deadpan delivery. I right. think the author said, oh, interesting. Uh, he, yeah. he, he was giving an interview and he said, it's almost like you brought in really bad actors for the day and they're reading the lines off cue cards, watching the camera the whole time, <laughs> though they're not supposed to. The tone of the book is as, as, as if they're surprised to be there. So sometimes when I think of the bear, I imagine Bill Murray being <laughs> just kind of the late, early aughts, late night. I would just say early aughts Bill Murray just sort of standing there kind of sh- sheepishly looking for his hat. Um, so... The, the the book itself is is funny throughout like just the the, the way that uh, the bear interacts with the, the creatures like one of them uh, one of them says I don't one of the, the armadillo says what is a hat <laughs> so he says have you seen my hat and the armadillo goes what is a hat and then the bear goes thank you anyway and it, it's great because uh, the 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 color of whatever woodland creature is is usually matched in some way by the, the, the color of the font. Right? Yeah. Like it shows who's speaking. The dialogue is in the right. same color as the, yeah. And so there's a lot of subtle touches. So it's, there's this deadpan delivery, but there's, and the, and the actual images are pretty static and muted tones and watercolor, but there's, like you said, there's a lot going on on each page. There's a lot of subtle things happening Right. Or even like the, the bear when, when you're, when you, the first, I don't know, maybe seven or eight pages of the bear. The, I, I think this is intentional. His arms are always like at his side. So he just looks like this big lump. Like he doesn't look very dynamic or even right. especially bear like until like he has that realization. Then you see him running with this kind of, then he like gets life injected into him. Um, but there's like little, it's a very sparse book, like the way it's both the dialogue and the the visuals, like there's not, yeah. um, there's no background really. It's all foreground, and, that, but and that's there's, there's, and, that, and it's a white background, which is why it's so startling when uh, there's that red background when he realizes that he says, "I have seen my hat," and that becomes a little bit more ominous because then it's like he's seeing red and he goes exactly like, blood like... <laughs> So do you? Okay, so when you said this is the funniest book, why is do you find it funny because of the twist at the end? Is that the the joke? For you that, that lands that, that makes yeah, it so funny. Yeah, I mean, 
I was. The, the, I, and, and just I to be clear, we're saying we're saying the bear eats the rabbit. We're assuming the bear eats the rabbit. Right. We don't know for sure, right? I mean, that's not it's not spelled out entirely. Right. But yeah, I think what it, part of it is like complete surprise. I knew nothing about this book. I, I literally heard nothing about it. I didn't know there was a joke at the end. I, it was I just completely caught me off guard. And that the setup of having the rabbit at the beginning do that that thing that I, I think I could be getting my Freudian defense mechanisms mixed up, but there's this term called reaction formation, which is where if you have something that you're sort of ashamed of, you like you you sort of project the opposite, like in right. this like really vigorous way that is usually obvious to other people. Um, right. <laughs> but but not to the baroness. So okay. So no, let me but ask that's you funny. That. He's so naive, right? right. Which right. is kind of like you. You're naive to this. There's this. It's this regular little kids book, and there's this huge like twist. Well, I mean, that, now end. now we've ruined it for all for all other readers. But that, that's okay. Look. <laughs> so, but do your does Elena pick up on the fact that the 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 bear probably eats the rabbit? No, I tested this out. Okay. <laughs> I literally asked her, "What happened to the rabbit? What do you think happened to the rabbit?" And she said. Um, he probably went back to his hole. <laughs> maybe, maybe he did, but uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe um, he went to the, the bear's pie hole. <laughs> but okay, so uh, so does she? So isn't it strange then that maybe you think this is a really funny book, but your daughter doesn't get the joke that makes it so funny? No, I mean I'm pretty convinced that she. I think she. I think she would like it. I think she would enjoy it. No matter what, but I think she thinks it's funny because I think it's so funny. Okay, she just picks up <laughs> on that. Well, I mean, I so, so. so there are other things. So it's not it's not just the literature that joke. So we no. talked about this before that sometimes kids like it when they're a stepper to ahead of the characters in the the the, the story. Right. So I I've often been frustrated with this device and kid programming that stops and asks questions or lets let's characters deliberately make a mistake. And then Jack just starts cackling when he realizes that they've, that, that they've failed to realize something that's, you know, apparent to, to viewers and readers. So I think a, a bit, there's a, there's a lot of payoff in the fact that the, the bear goes to the, the rabbit and asks about the hat and then goes several characters. And then, especially if you've read this, before with a kid, they know the second time through, oh my gosh, can you believe it? The bear still Doesn't has not break. cotton to the fact yeah. that this whole time he's asking more than animals, but the answer is staring him right there in the face. I will say that the first time it was not immediately obvious to me because I think that, that the hat looks better on the rabbit than it does the bear. Like it's <laughs> like, it looks kind of ridiculous on the bear. It's a tiger. Once again, it, if it fits on a rabbit, it makes sense that it would look really absurdly small on the bear. So when I first saw it, I thought, Oh, that's a shame that rabbit has a hat and the bear doesn't, I, I guess maybe he's wishes he could have a hat like that. And then I, I did grow suspicious, but it wasn't immediately apparent to me. Did you okay. immediately upon seeing the rabbit think, Oh, that's probably the, and, and the bear doesn't yeah, give the, this doesn't provide the description that it's red and pointy until he runs into the deer. No, for me, all in the dialogue, like the, the dialogue just oozes guilt. Like when the rabbit talks about, I don't know, maybe that was just in, like hit me over the head right away. That, like, and this is obviously why kids of a certain age won't get it because you have to have the life experience of knowing people who are that sort of like guilty denial. Just encountering just liars, just being deceived over and over again. That's, 
<laughs> no, but that 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 particular like kind of like the rabbit would have been better off if he just hadn't really said anything or just said the first like no, I haven't seen your hat. Right, like, but like most liars, kind of like overdo it in right. there, and I think that's just it's just very relatable. I mean, you, we all have experiences with that, right? Um, so yeah, I, but that uh, unfortunately, yes, that is that is <laughs> that is a part of human life. But I, that's also what sets you up for the the joke at the end, right? Is that you you get this reversal where you're sort of primed for that phenomena, but then it happens to the character you least expect. Like you, you think it's the, you think the bear is this kind of like naive kind of country bumpkin-y, super helpful, friendly. And then the, the very strong implication is that he just ate this rabbit. Right. And does that, does that change your mind? So yeah. Does that change your mind? Does that make him less of a hero? Because before he's just this victim that's lost his hat and, you, and he's, but he's still helping turtles, you know, he's the kind of person the bear that would help old ladies cross the street, presumably. And then, at the end, he really seems to overreact. <laughs> so <laughs> like, oh no, this is this isn't just a like a, a poor friendly neighborhood bear that lost his head. This is a psychopath <laughs> who, who ate who, who who like exacted justice by eating the thief. Well, I think honestly, I think a big if that if you literally knew that was true, the book wouldn't work. So I think it's the fact that there is this doubt that like, well, maybe it it just strongly suggests it. Um, which I think is enough to emotionally keep you invested in the bear and also be shocked at his behavior. I, to me, the, and maybe this is why part of like why I found it so funny is that the bear is like Homer Simpson to me. <laughs> like, I think that's the type of kind of protagonist it is where it's, he's very, he's kind of, he's very naive. He's, he's sort of dumb. Um, he's mostly lovable, but then he's also, I mean, think of like Homer, like, wringing Bart's neck, you yeah. know, cause he did, you know, that like kind of shockingly almost kind of like violent behavior. Um, like that would probably never have gotten these days that that would not be allowed to happen in a, you know, ostensibly kids show. Right. Um, so I think that's part of the appeal is that it, it walks that line that like Homer walks to where he's, he's not quite outrageous or sociopathic enough for you to write him off. Um, but also has these kind of love, lovable qualities too. Yeah, and also he's so one of the reasons I think I identify with the bear so much is the bear. All the other creatures are very unhelpful to the bear. Like the mm-hmm. he asks the snake, uh, "Have you seen my hat?" And the snake says, "I saw a hat once. It was blue and round." <laughs> and the bear what's, does not uh, try, try and strangle the snake <laughs> like in, the, in that Homer Simpson <laughs> right. where he just goes, "Oh, you know, my hat doesn't look like that. Thank you anyway." So he does it, even though, and I feel adults and kids have all experienced that to some degree too, where it's, you keep plodding along and people give you answers that are just, it's just not what you're looking for. And they're really wasting your time, but he managed to not let this get under his skin. That's why maybe it's even more surprising when actually it turns, turns out that he maybe does have. (laughs) Well, and I think I, the way I read it is sort of with like a little bit of resentment building up as, oh, as the encounters go along. Like he's getting sort of, I think that's one of the geniuses of the book is that you can, you can sort of read that into it. It doesn't say that explicitly, but it's like, that would be my experience for sure is that I would start to get kind of frustrated after this. Like how come, you know, even if it's not, it's not their fault, but it's just frustrating that this is the way the world is, is that no one can help me with this. Yeah. That, and that makes sense because the woodland creatures get uh, increasingly, less helpful 
right in, in some ways so the one of the first one of the earlier creatures is uh you know a, a, a frog that when he's asked he says no i haven't seen any hats around here which that's you know that doesn't help him find the hat but at least that's a pretty you know it eliminates that spot right. as a place to look yeah. and whereas and, and then you get to the snake that says I saw a hat once it was blue and round. That's super unhelpful. And then you get to the armadillo and the bear says, have you seen my hat? And the armadillo just goes, what is a hat? And it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Like, look, look what I have to work with. Right. <laughs> like, 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 am I crazy? Does nobody else know what a hat looks like? Right. Um, so, and I think on some level that probably helps with that dilemma at the end of you, you don't, completely write off the bear as, as, a, as, a, as a psychopath because you share in his frustration um, leading up to it, right? You can empathize. To, yeah, and, to and also, you know, fiction's a good place to kind of work out some of these things. Like we've all, somebody that took something and lied to us, maybe we've all thought about eating them. Eating them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little, but it's like, you know, I, I just, do you remember when that, uh, there was that story about the, uh, the guy, the, the 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 flight attendant, who like abruptly quit and like engaged the inflatable slide and grabbed oh, yeah. like a, like I don't know he grabbed beer like a, a beer or something from the little mini bar or something and like went out right. the slide and just like quit in style. So pretty clearly he's in the wrong there. But like everybody who's ever been in a, a awful job like really was like with him a hundred like a hundred percent. Right. <laughs> like there's there's an element of that in the bear. It's like, what if, like, what if once, just every now and then, we could just be the bear, <laughs> and then that's an error. Yeah. So how did how did your kids react to this? Because um, you guys hadn't you you guys didn't have no. A yeah. This, this is still fresh. I mean, I, they, I Jack didn't. I, I don't know that Jack knows the ultimate uh, fate of the the rabbit. He, I think, he picked up on the fact that. The, the rabbits though i don't know that he noticed the, the the rabbit was being sort of evasive and twitchy <laughs> Twitch. in, in that dialogue right. but he did sort of pick up that there was something to miss and that maybe that's the rabbit's hat and he just he uh he's always really interested in trying to read uh animal characters facial expressions and oh. and so he's try he spends a lot of time trying to figure out if the bear is mad or, or sad or happy or what's going on right. and the bear doesn't give much away and neither do the other animals. They just sort of stare at each other. So that's been really interesting because in some ways it sounds like that could be open to interpretation. Like you're not sure if the bear is quietly brooding over all this and, and, <laughs> and about to pop or if he's just a mild mannered going about his business. So, so that's, that's been pretty interesting, but I, yeah. I think, you know, I think this is the kind of book that will be, part of the rotation and we'll sort of see what he, what, you know, who the, who the hero is, you know, 20 readings from now that that's, that's going to change. And what we think about the characters is going to change based on some of the questions that he asked down the line. Yeah. Okay. One, one more question. What do you, what do you think about the, uh, the deer? I, I'm, I'm intrigued by the deer character. Cause the, again, if you haven't read it, the, the deer is like the final animal, the, the, or the deer, where is it? The deer comes upon after lying the bear down, after he's like, despaired. He's given up the yeah, he's given after up he's despaired. So to me, the, the deer is okay. unlike the other characters because he it, it feels like his question is leading. Like he yes. kind of knows. Okay. Like okay. is that am I reading too much into that? No, no. Nick, I will take this <laughs> maybe 17 steps further. 
it's obvious to me, and I don't know how you didn't like uh, snuff this out. The 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 deer is obviously a psychologist. <laughs> the, the oh, because he's the, laying down. The bear is yeah. laying down, right? And he's and he's and he's having he's this depressed. crisis. He's saying he goes uh. he goes my poor hat, I miss it so much. And so he's 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 in this emotional state, and the deer comes up to him. Maybe he's maybe he's lying down in the deer's I don't know woodland office. Right. And that's where this is this is this is happening. And the deer says, "What's the matter?" And the, the the bear says, "I've lost my hat. And nobody has seen it." And the bear the deer maybe knows all along where the hat is, but. He, the bear needs to work this out for himself. Right. <laughs> so no direct what answers. Is, no. What does your hat look like? He doesn't say, well, I've seen a rabbit wearing your hat. He just goes, oh, well, why don't you describe your hat? And then in the process of the bear describing it, he's able to realize for himself. And then like now a, a good psychologist, like that realization shouldn't end up in, in murder. <laughs> like, you, know, right? you never know. These are things <laughs> that keep right. us up at night. <laughs> once you start, yeah. Once you start dredging up the past and, you know, so. <laughs> wow. That's great. I had not, that did not occur to me. Um, but it makes total sense. Especially given the, the yeah, just the kind of psychological nature of the, the kind of guilt and kind of like defending against it. Right. And, yeah. Hmm layers layers <laughs> funny book <laughs> best ever i don't know jury's out i suppose but uh i don't know, I I don't thought, know that. it's 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 funny i think it was the most acutely funny to me like i don't know that i've in in a single i don't know that i've ever ever had a funniest moment with a okay. children's book yeah well you know, if you like can remember that, like did, did you did you laugh out loud or were you surprised no, I literally laughed out loud, and I'm not a person who laughs out loud at books generally. Um, it's just this, this, and Confederacy of Dunces. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and that's that's the that's the appropriate period for this one. Hey, everyone! We hope you enjoyed this episode of A Thousand and One Good Nights. If you want to learn more about this book and other bedtime stories, check out our website at one thousand and one goodnights.com. That's 1001goodnights.com. Be sure to sign up for our monthly email newsletter to get updates about upcoming seasons and other new content. Finally, please help us out by rating the show on iTunes. This helps spread the word about the show and get it in front of new listeners each week.